0: We're thankful once again to be joined on the phone line by Illinois State Representative Patrick Windhorst. Representative, thank you so much for your time.
1: Well, thank you for having me on.
0: So the news broke late last night that a judge in Kankakee County, Judge Cunningham, has overturned on grounds that it is unconstitutional or portions of it is unconstitutional, the much-talked-about Safety Act. Uh, Representative, what's your reaction to this overturning of the removal of cash bail via the Safety Act?
1: Well, I applaud the judge's ruling. I believe it's uh, correct. I, uh, along with others, have been arguing for two years that the elimination of cash bail is unconstitutional under the state constitution, and the judge's ruling agrees uh, with that argument and uh, supports and validates it. So, from that standpoint, I was. Uh, uh, happy to see it also just from a policy standpoint you know we have argued that the elimination of cash bail is not the the best policy for uh public safety and so uh, keeping cash bail in place would be uh, i think uh, good for our communities uh it would also allow judges to have more discretion on how to handle uh cases for uh, when people are arrested and uh dealing with them pre-trial. So from a legal standpoint, I thought it was correct. I thought it was a well-reasoned opinion. And then also from a policy standpoint, I think that uh, it will lead to better policy outcomes uh, for our communities.
0: Now, this particular action only reverses the repeal of cash bail in the 64 counties of Illinois where the state's attorneys had joined the case. So you're going to have, I assume, business as usual, say in Cook County or any of the other counties that didn't join the suit, the Safety Act will go into effect January the 1st as it would, or am I misreading the situation?
1: I would say as we are discussing it right now on uh, a Thursday morning that uh, you are correct. The counties that sued will and obtain that ruling will be the ones that uh, will keep the cash bail system. Those that did not sue would have the Safety Act provisions. However, we may see judges in those counties that didn't sue agree with that court's uh, determination, uh, the Kankakee County Court's determination, and also apply it to their jurisdiction. We will likely see defendants who were ordered held without cash bail in those counties that didn't sue appeal that decision saying it's unconstitutional based on this Kankakee County Court decision. So there will be other uh, court action in addition to the appeal of that decision to the Illinois State uh, Supreme Court. Uh, we will see a lot of court action. And, you know, there may be even some ruling from the Supreme Court prior to our final determination saying that the, one way or the other, that the, that the either the whole act or will either be stayed throughout the state um, on the pretrial fairness portions, or it will the ruling of the Canterbury County Court will be stayed pending uh, their determination. Um, those are, I believe, some possibilities as well. Um, I think over the next several days leading up to the new year, we'll have a better feel for how this is all going to uh, shake out.
0: And uh, Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul has appealed to the Illinois Supreme Court. We're in a funny time of the year when we are waiting for people to be sworn into office And, of course, there were Supreme Court uh, elections held. And so if this uh, appeal is to be heard, when do you suspect it will be heard and by whom?
1: Well, I would uh, say, given the nature of the ruling, uh, the impact that this uh, decision and, of course, the Safety Act in itself has on the entire criminal justice system, I would expect the uh, Supreme Court to move quickly in its decision It's a decision uh, based on the law, uh, not any specific facts uh, in in a given county. Uh, So that means that the judges should be able, justices rather, should be able to uh, make a decision more promptly uh, than they would if they were having to review the record of um, facts that uh, occurred in a certain case. Um, So I would anticipate it being a matter of months rather than, which is a matter of years, which is often the case with uh, Supreme Court appeals uh, by the time they work through the system.
0: Wouldn't it make sense for the Supreme Court, however, to in some sort of expedited fashion just stay the whole act until they can rule on this appeal? Because you cannot have a state that's, half cashless bail and half not cash bail
1: yes I mean just to show us how that might apply you'll have some municipalities as you know uh, Will that are are in two counties and it's uh, possible that uh, in those jurisdictions one one part of the municipality will be in a county without cash bail and one will be in a county with, with cash bail one part will be in a county with cash bail which would be difficult for that those law enforcement agencies in dealing with it and then you'll have situations which will, we have throughout uh, the more rural parts of the state, where you'll have a judicial circuit where a certain counties sued and obtained a ruling, and others didn't. Again, so you have judges who are in sitting in both counties, having to apply different uh, standards or systems in those counties. That's why I think we're likely to see more rulings in the next several days and the start of the new year from uh, local courts trying to make it uniform, at least within circuits. Uh, judicial circuits and potentially the Supreme court will, will make a similar ruling uh, that will add clarity. You know, this talking about clarity though. This could have been avoided. And one of the arguments we had during the veto session, uh, when we were talking about the latest trailer bill was we should just delay the implementation of the whole elimination of cash bail, basically six months. If they would have delayed it six months, that would have given opportunity for the trial court to rule and the Supreme court to rule and then uh, we would have known without creating this this problem. It's going to be a bit, I hate to say chaos, that's a strong word, but it will be uh, chaos uh, potentially throughout the state if there isn't some clarifying ruling or action taken before before the uh, first.
0: Well, I'll climb on my soapbox for just a minute, because this is what happens whenever you have a process that doesn't respect the process. You get bad legislation when you don't approach the process with respect. You get a bad product at the restaurant if the oven isn't burning at the right temperature. And this piece of legislation, while I think the merit of cash bail is certainly worthy of discussion and many parts of this act were upheld the body camera aspects that were in it by the judge's order judge cunningham out of kankakee county Uh, this was a bad process and so what it delivered was a piece of legislation that was defective if this legislation was a suit It wouldn't have had uh, any inside pockets. The collar would have been sewn inside out, and the pants would have only had, you know, a length all the way down to the ankle on the left side. It just, it looked uh, really bad from the beginning, and so it... um, I think it's a symptom, again, I said I was on my soapbox, so I'll stay there another minute. When you have such strong majorities of one political party, they can kind of just play fast and loose because they've got the votes to ram things through, and this is what we end up with.
1: That's correct. I mean, as I think we've talked about before, the Republican legislators were not involved in any of the discussions of the initial bill or any of the trailer bills. Uh, So we could not get input on the legislation. We could, of course, through the media, give our opinions and express our arguments. But as far as being in the room, uh, making our pitches and suggestions there, that was not allowed. Uh, So we are dealing with a one-sided product. And that was a result of a process that was also one-sided and initially rushed Uh, to produce a result you know two years ago that has led to four trailer bills in the house three in the senate and will lead to likely many other trailer bills probably every session we're in for the foreseeable future uh process is important i know a lot of people will say well you're arguing process that's not substance a good process will lead to good substance that's why we believe in a good process and the criminal court system will lead to a right or a just judgment at the end you your example of preparing a meal or preparing or making clothes same thing it, it's the process does matter uh, i think those who uh, argue against uh, proper process or those who just want to wield power and don't care about anything but wielding that power
0: well ask the people on the titanic whether the process of crossing the atlantic mattered or not i mean it just it it always bothers me whenever process arguments are sort of scoffed at. Uh, But anyway, I don't want to chase that rabbit too long. Is there any other aspect of this ruling uh, that stands out to you, or do you think merits uh, discussion, Representative?
1: Well, I think we fit the most important thing for uh, for your listeners, and that is that the elimination of cash bail, at least in over 60 counties, will be put on hold until the Supreme Court can give a ruling or some other guidance prior to a ruling. There were other arguments that were made about the Safety Act as a whole, uh, and those arguments were denied by the judge in, in his ruling relating to the single-subject rule and the three readings um the single subject rule he found was, was a single subject of criminal justice system, uh, so that was satisfied. It was interesting on the three readings, uh, he felt that the, the, the process violated the three readings uh, rule in the Constitution, but the Supreme Court, Illinois Supreme Court had previously ruled uh, on the enrolled bill doctrine that as, so long as the Speaker of the House and the President of the Senate affirm and confirm, certify that the uh, the bill was read for three days in, three cham- in each chamber, three days in each chamber, that uh, that satisfies the legal requirement, um, which kind of going back to some of the process things we talked about. So the, I guess the short of all that is the entire law, the entire safety act was challenged. The judge only ruled, found that the elimination of cash bail or the pretrial fairness portion was unconstitutional, which is the one that's got the most attention, in, in fairness, and probably have the most public impact.
0: And so I know that you uh, enjoy making political predictions. So do you think that the Illinois Supreme Court uh, will uphold this uh, ruling by the judge in Kankakee County?
1: Well, when it comes to predicting judicial rulings, particularly those on appeal. I try to avoid that, uh, because I think, you know, I'm probably on those, uh, guesses <clears throat> as wrong as often as I'm right. I, I think the best thing I could say is I've read the ruling. It is well reasoned. It is supported by Supreme court precedent, uh, Illinois state Supreme court president precedent, precedent U S Supreme court precedent precedent from other states. Uh, so it's possible that it will be, uh, overturned on appeal uh, overruled on appeal and uh, and that the whole act will go into place throughout the state but I I well, as I read the ruling of uh, of the judge in Kankakee County I of course agree with it but I believe it is is uh, sound and well reasoned
0: I assume that almost all of the counties in southern Illinois joined this lawsuit I don't ask you to dedicate all the 64 counties to Memory, but, uh, you know, perhaps with the exception of some of the Metro East, I would have thought that all of them in Southern Illinois would have joined it.
1: Well, um, by the information I have, uh, Williamson did not. Uh, of course, Williamson has, a, has had a recent change in their state's attorney uh, after the election, and so that may have been the reason why there wasn't, you know, they had a, their state's attorney resigned, was replaced by a new state's attorney, and that person was replaced at the election, so that may be why that county did not. There were some other, a couple smaller counties, I think smaller, fewer than 10,000 people in population that are so have solo state's attorneys in their offices and also did not um, file suit. I've not talked to them to find out if that was a reason. I think there's a possibility in some of the counties in Southern Illinois, particularly the smaller ones that did not file suit that they will go to their judge uh, on January 1st and request that that, uh, that uh, opinion be applied in their uh, in their county. And of course, we talked about the circuits, Yet we have some of those counties are in the same circuit. Uh, so we will see a situation uh, where perhaps the chief judge of the circuit is uh, talking with the other judges in the circuit and making a, a kind of a rule for that circuit um, that will apply pending the appeal. Of course, everything I just said was was a, uh, about how the judges are going to respond locally is a speculation, but um, it's, I think there's going to be an effort uh, locally to avoid having some of that chaos that may occur with different standards and rules throughout the state.
0: Representative Patrick Windhorse joining us today. We appreciate his time greatly. The uh, lame duck session is coming up, and I'm sure we'll be visiting with you about things to come during that session in the near future but uh, most importantly did you get anything good for Christmas?
1: I did I always do uh, better than I deserve and uh, I was uh, blessed with everything that I'd asked for and had a family it was all healthy and we had a good time with uh, family and, and friends so I more than I could ask for.
0: Representative thanks for your time hope you have a great day.
1: You too thank you.